Let's Glow with best-selling author and skin healing expert, Hannah Salito. Hello, I'm Hannah Salito, skin healing expert and author of the best-selling book, Radiant, Recipes to Heal Skin from Within. It's a book Kate Cornell found in her search for answers to her post-strep skin flare. I'd already promised myself, as I did year after year, that this year I was going to be super healthy, change my life. And so I thought, no, I don't want to rely on this. I need to find a long-term solution, a natural solution. (laughs) Rather than looking at like negative symptoms and stories, I started to look at people's real-life stories and try and avoid all the adverts for creams and potions and things that were super expensive and but would be a miracle cure. And then I I think I looked started looking at the foods and the anti-inflammatory diets, which then just suddenly brought your book up. We'll be hearing more from Kate a little bit later on as to what that search inspired within her. First, we spoke with Janice Klein last week. Now, Janice is a food scientist who ditched her job working with the corporate bigwigs in order to focus on a homely life, helping people learn all about the benefits of fermented foods through the workshops that she runs up in sunny Scotland. Janice, we spoke last week about this sort of gaping divide between pharmaceuticals and those of us sharing natural healing protocols. There's so much scientific research now coming out to back up this importance of gut healing. Do you think the two worlds are going to come together in some sense on this? Yeah, I mean, I actually have a lot of doctors that come along to my workshops. I work with two, uh, Dr. Poonam Krishan, who's on Instagram a lot. She's really um, great. And Jude Marshall, the two of them set up Glasgow Wellbeing. So I, I work with them and we do workshops, show people how to do make fermented veggies and how to do fermented drinks. And yeah, and people listen. That That's the thing, though, because the point is people listen to what GPs say. The good thing is there's more and more of them now thinking, oh, hang on a minute, you know, I'm seeing 80% of the patients that are coming into my surgery, you know, fine, that drugs are not going to be a cure. You'll send them away, I'm a bit depressed, well, there's an antidepressant. Oh, I've got a, I've got a gut issue. Oh, well, do you try this, try it. Instead of what are you actually eating? How are you living your life? But they don't have time. I know, how powerful would that be? Or someone comes into a doctor's surgery, well, diabetic, you know, I'm, I'm diabetic, well, fine. We're not giving you any drugs. We're going to, you know, you come along to a workshop. We're going to show you how to make all this incredible whole food and you'll get your blood sugar back to normal and you'll probably lose loads of weight and you'll feel great on every level. How powerful would that be? And again, it's a sharing of stories, Hannah. That's what it is. And, and knowledge is power. It really is. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. I've just started, well, I've just put my new dates on my blog for my um, autumn workshop. So I'm doing, I'm going to actually do a skin one, but I haven't, I haven't got the date for that one yet. But I'm doing, I do fermented veggies, which is hands-on. It was only four at a time, come to that one. Then I do fermented drinks and I cover kombucha, water kefir, naturally fermented, like beetroot fast type, that type of thing. All the other things you can do with kombucha, like for cleaning and beauty and um, and there's always loads of probiotic stuff. If you come to a, a drink workshop, you'll be getting probiotic food as well. If you come to a sourdough one, you'll be getting um, all sorts of different drinks and things because it's to let people try things. That's the thing that I love because people generally, I have people here for lunch all the time. It's one of my favourite things. I actually have people over and then I just give them a massive plate of all beautiful fermented prebiotic probiotic food. And I kid you not, nine times out of ten people say that is the most delicious food I've ever eaten. Because it's just so delicious. And you, you start to crave it and it really genuinely does start to change your taste buds. It does. That pineapple turmeric sauerkraut, honestly, that is just like sunshine in a plate. That brightens up any plate of food. It is just gorgeous. That and the wee spicy radish bombs. 
And I say the recipes, most of my, my recipes are actually all on my, my Instagram. There's a linked link tree thing on it. So it's got all my workshops there and also my recipes. So if you just go on there, you can use the search bar and there's fermented garlics on there, pineapple sauerkraut's there, the salsa, fermented salsa's gorgeous. I try and simplify things. So I thought, right, I had some sauerkraut. I had um, a lovely lemon and dill sauerkraut. So I had two cups of almonds, soaked them overnight, took the skins off, blended them up with a um, quarter of a cup of my um, uh, sauerkraut or any other thing that's got probiotics in it. Added a wee teaspoon of miso, blended it all up, put it in a jar, left it at room temperature for 24 hours, and then put it into wee like cheese coat, wee cheesecake mini mold, put it in the fridge for 12 hours, and then I rolled it in my very special um, forage netto seasoning, and it was absolutely delicious. It was so good. Uh, so I mean, I've, I'm experimenting with all sorts of things. You should see my house. I've had to actually order a new fridge for the garage because there's no room for all my stuff in the fridge. They can't get, there's no room for beer or wine anymore. It's like, get that out. My fermented stuff's in there. <laughs> it's literally, literally taking over your life, Janice. Well, it is your life, isn't it? You love it. It's the best thing ever. It just makes you feel happy, fermenting stuff and, yeah, creating all this incredible stuff. Uh, and then, as I say, you know, you know, find that it's just supporting your health in so many levels. It doesn't do one thing. If you take a drug, it does one thing and then causes you all sorts of other things. But if you eat something fermented, all the things are just good things. You know, all the side effects are side benefits. They're not, you know, OK, fair enough, if you eat too much, then, yeah, you could maybe end up in the toilet for longer than you had hoped. But, yeah, again, all you do is you just cut back on these things. Again, it's a trial and error thing, Hannah. You can't say we're all different. We're all coming from a different, you know, a, a different uh, place. Um, and if you're ill, if you've, you know, had a lot of ill health, and you're like, you just have to take it slowly. That's all I would say. If you do sauerkraut, have a wee, you know, a spoonful, you know, with a meal once a day. If you feel fine, increase it to twice a day. But as I say, I, I eat fermented stuff all the time. The, the thing about doing it yourself, it's incredibly cheap to do it. And it gives you that that sense of connection with your food again, which I actually love. There's something really nice about gathering things and putting them in a jar. And you can make your jars look just incredibly beautiful with different and bay leaves and slices of lemon. And you can make things look fantastic. They just look gorgeous. But, but fermenting, it's not cooking. It's basically chopping things up. If you've got a food processor and it's not even, if it's for garlic, for example, all you need to do is peel some cloves of garlic, put them in a jar and pour a salt brine over it. How easy is that? And then you reap the benefits. Then, okay, you need a bit of patience in the in the fermenting game. That's the one thing. It doesn't have a lot of hands-on time, but then you do need to wait for all the magic to happen. But it does, it happens, and it's totally worth it, absolutely. Start off with something that's good, and then what, what else can we add to make it better? So that's what I just maximise the potential of every eating or drinking opportunity and think, right, what can I add to that, or how can I make that better without, you know, taking you a long time to do it? But when you've got a, a fridge full of ferments, it's so easy, so easy. You know, you just, it's, um, again, I, yeah, if I'm making any kind of salads or whatever, I generally just stir through some sauerkraut or some sauerkraut brine, use that to make a dressing. Yeah, and you've still got probiotics. And again, you don't need to ferment it until it's really, really sour. That's the other thing. I do a, a lovely summer one that I just started last week, and it's cabbage, fennel, lemon, um, mint um, from the garden, and nettle seeds. And that's going to be lovely. I'm only going to ferment that for maybe 10 days because I want it still to be a, bit, a wee bit crisp and just have that lovely, fresh sort of summer flavour. But you can just make things up. Give us a really easy recipe, Janice, something that anybody can begin right away with. Right, garlic, fermented garlic. 
get a glass jar, like a, a mason jar, make a 2% brine up, which is 20 grams or a kind of heat tablespoon of salt and real salt, not table salt, either Himalayan salt or a sea salt, 20 grams of salt, a litre of water is quite important to filter the water because tap water generally has chlorine in it and chlorine is antibacterial so you don't want to kill the bacteria that you're trying to harness. So yeah, you just dissolve the salt in the water, get your glass jar, fill it up, peel well, what I do is I, I mean I, I can't be without fermented garlic, I put it in everything so I mean I do two big jars at a time. The only thing is it does take quite a long time to peel them, but discovered if you put all your garlic cloves in a pot with a lid on and just shake it like mad, all the uh, the skins start to come off a wee bit. Just put on some nice music, get yourself a, whatever you're having, a green smoothie or a coffee or a glass of wine, and then just peel all the garlic cloves, get them all in the jar. If you've got, you can put some black peppercorns in it, you can put some bay leaves, some slices of lemon. You don't need to do any of that. You can just do it with garlic. Pour the brine over your garlic and again what to do is just put it in a cupboard, a dark cupboard in your kitchen, put a wee ziplock bag on top, fill that with extra brine and just close the lid and put it in your cupboard and leave it with fermented garlic really at least two weeks but I tend to leave mine for like three months in the cupboard and that as you know garlic is already nature's antibiotic. Garlic's got like 27 different compounds in it that will kill bacteria. So, and again, with all, it's a bit worrying with all the um, resistant bacteria, uh, antibiotic resistant bacteria. Um, but I mean, garlic, uh, I don't think the bacteria are clever enough to sort of figure out 27 different compounds that might kill them, as opposed to antibiotics, which are generally single mode of action. And bacteria are very, very clever. So you take garlic, which is already antibiotic, you ferment it in a salt brine. You have get like a fantastic super antibiotic that will see off any bugs or anything that you might pick up over, um, you know, um, Christmas or New Year or any sort of cold season. And in garlic, if you like garlic, you add it to everything. But again, if you've got something that's probiotic, if you cook it, you'll kill the probiotics so what you want to do is you just add to your to your dips and dressings, any dip, any dressing, or you add it at the end. And the wonderful thing about fermented garlic is it mellows out so it doesn't have that raw, harsh taste that raw garlic has. I don't really like raw garlic in, in dips like hummus and stuff. I prefer to use a fermented one. And the brine as well, you can use the brine. Just add it to whatever dressings. If you're making a lovely tahini dressing for your oven rose veggies or whatever, add a tablespoon of fermented brine. Or if you feel really unwell, just have some of it. I felt unwell last year just before Christmas and I thought I don't have time to be ill. So I just, what I did was basically had a look in the fridge and just drank. I had some fermented mushroom brine, I had the spicy radish brine and I had some garlic and honey and I was totally fine, totally sorted myself out. It's so powerful, isn't it? I know that I was always so prone to struggling with sore throats and getting strep throat infections in winter. So I use garlic myself constantly. Yeah, totally. I mean, nature's got us covered. That's the thing. We think we're so clever. Oh, yeah, let's extract this out of it and we'll do that instead. It doesn't work. You know, you can't improve in nature. That's me. I'm nourished by nature. Nature has all the answers. Nature has everything that we need to be well and it's like we have totally lost the place. And it's like things like meadowsweet, which grows as a... Have you ever smelled meadowsweet? It's like if you if you um, bruise the leaves, it smells like aspirin, right? Because meadowsweet is actually... That's what aspirin is derived from. 
if you make a tea with meadowsweet, you'll get all the benefits of aspirin without all the negative side effects in your stomach. But what happens is, in science, it's like in the, the knowledge that we have, we'll just extract the active ingredient and put that into a pill form without all the buffering stuff that actually protects you from the negative stuff. You can't break foods down to, you know, why are they good for you? It's not one thing, it's hundreds of things. And if you take one out, you affect all the other ones. I mean, I worked in foods, um, whiskey research for, as I say, a, a good few years. And we used to do, um, you know, look at like gas chromatography, you know, trace. And I would tell you all the different things that were in a whiskey. Right? Whiskey, there's hundreds of different things in it. And you would look at a trace and think, oh, it's the biggest one that has the biggest impact. Absolutely not. You could change one of the smallest things and it would totally change the mouthfeel of it. It would change the aroma of it. And it's like we have no idea of the, those complexities because foods and drinks, there's too many things. We can't break it down to individual things and say, you know, why is an apple good for you? Oh, it's good for you because it's got vitamin C. Yeah, okay, it's got vitamin C, it's got pectin, it's got fiber, it's got all sorts of other stuff. And if you just extract and take the vitamin C, it has nowhere near the same benefits as the whole food has. I look at people too that take multiple different drugs and I think, yeah, okay, you can look at the side effects of a drug. Nobody is ever going to have done the studies and how does that drug interact with that drug? Because we're all different, our metabolisms are different, we've all got a different makeup of gut bacteria, all of these things. So, I mean, drugs don't work the same for every person. You know, the same as, you know, we have to find our own way. Some people do really well with kefir, other people not. It's the same with all the fermented foods. They are not a cure-all at all for disease, but what they do is they, they actually provide the building blocks for your body to heal itself, and that's what's so powerful about it. You know, so it's not to say, oh, yeah, go and have that, that will cure you. They don't cure you. They, they rebalance your gut bacteria. It's your gut that will, you know, your own body will heal you and do what you need to keep you well that's the interesting thing but again it's you know gut health it's changing all the time and it's changing all the time according to what you're actually feeding it what you're eating and again if you're you know if you have a highly stressful job if you drink a lot of alcohol if you're out of balance then your gut's going to be out of balance and you will be you know you won't have the, the best health that you can and for me that's a sad thing too because i think a lot of people just think oh well this is as good as i'm going to feel we should all be tons of energy and feeling vibrant. Well, great, you know, let's get up. Great, we've got another day to enjoy. You know, life is a gift, but so many people seem to think, oh, well, it's just my luck. No, it's not. I was definitely one of those people, I have to say, Janice, six years ago. I thought, you know, I just thought that that, that base level of health that I was experiencing, that that was me. That was what I was destined to have. Yeah, I know. That, that's exactly right. But again, now look at you now. I mean, you look absolutely incredible and you're really fit. Your skin's great. You're glowing with health. And again, I bet you feel better now the age you are now than you did 20 years ago. But again, you've, you've done all of that yourself, Hannah. That's the empowering thing. You are sharing such a strong and important message. And, and again, as you say, we've all got the ability to heal ourselves. We just don't realize it. And we don't tune in. So many people want someone else to tell them, how do, I, how do I, you know, heal myself? We've got to start looking, trusting our own bodies again. Your own body knows what you need. It's just that, you know, your immune system gets overwhelmed with all the, you know, the toxic stuff and all the, the lack of the proper building blocks to bloom and do the job it's meant to do. More and more people like, like yourself, that are, and I know that you've, got, you've uh, just impacted so many people's health. And every time I see your post, I just think, good for you. 
Honestly, I just think it's incredible what you've done. That's so very kind, Janice. And I really hope that my story, your knowledge, you know, this important message that we can all share around natural healing works to inspire others to change their outlook and in turn transforms their health and skin. More details on Janice's workshops at Be Nourished by Nature on Instagram. Radiant is Hannah Salito's best-selling book. Featuring all the information you need to get started, a dedicated 28-day plan, and over 100 recipes to heal skin from within. Order now at hannasolito.com, via Amazon, Waterstones, WH Smith, or your local independent bookshop. Struggling with a skin condition is in itself tough. And every so often I go back to the beginning of my journey and think about how I felt back then. More than just my skin, I think about the exhaustion, the recurring kidney infections, the bleeding gums, the sore throats, all these significant signs of underlying ill health. When I changed my diet and lifestyle, all those things transformed too. Weight was something I'd always been incredibly frustrated with. I'd tried so many fad diets to drop pounds and none of them ever made me feel good. And that's where I can really relate to my next guest. Kate suffered with a strep throat infection and guttate psoriasis flare at the start of the year, a moment that was set to change the way she thought about food and exercise for good. Kate, let me ask you, first of all, about your early experience with skin problems. Yeah, oh, my early journey with skin. Um, I've never had perfect skin. I envy those who do, and whether that's facially or just like blemishes on the body. But I think about about six, seven years ago, um, I had a really bad virus and then I got capillaritis from it. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It's kind of like red blood marks under the skin. So lots of rounds of doctors and private doctors and steroids later, that settled. But it's always been if I get a bug or, you know, if I'm ill, the first thing that shows up is my skin. It's so true, isn't it? We all respond in different ways to underlying ill health, whether it's a headache or a stomach problem. For me, the skin is such a visible barometer. My health is always reflected in my skin. Absolutely. It's, I, I'm really sensitive skinned as well. So I think actually as I've got older, it's got worse. So I have to be really careful with detergents and like body washes. And even if I go for like a spa treatment, I'm so conscious about what they're using because I will have a reaction. (laughs) It's so strange, isn't it? That for some people, it's a migraine, for others, IBS, and for us, it's simply skin. I know, and I've never, obviously, until January this year, I had never really heard of gutate psoriasis, and I'm probably still pronouncing that wrong. Um, I've known friends with eczema and psoriasis and different kind of, um, like, atopic, dermatopic conditions, but not this one. So when I got strep throat in January and I broke out in a rash, I just thought it was just kind of like a viral thing. The doctors weren't very sure. And then it just, it just kind of spread quite quickly, wasn't going. And that's when we found out that's what it was. Had you researched online? I am the worst. I am Dr. Google. It's terrible. (laughs) I've got much better the last couple of years. But, you know, a lump in the foot can go from something very minor to something very, very severe (laughs) very quickly. Um, So I I knew already. So I think when the doctor first told me that it was just like a post-viral rash, I I went away thinking, "Mm, he's wrong. (laughs) I know. Um, Google has told me. So I think eventually when when they said actually this is called um, 
cutate psoriasis and this is what it is here's a leaflet there was nothing in that leaflet that I didn't know you'd almost pre-researched a condition you hadn't yet been diagnosed with did the doctors prescribe anything once they did diagnose you um I think they were pretty quick to um I can't actually remember the name of the product they offered it was a I think it was a gel or a, a cream, but it was something that I'd seen, I think you talking about and other people talking about that actually really settled things, but then triggered things a lot worse later down the line. So it's something that I declined, thank them, but declined. <laughs> so you turned down the treatment, you politely declined and you decided that steroid gels weren't the solution for you this time. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I have had medications before, like steroids and antibiotics and things, but I just felt that those, this wasn't going to work for this. I'd read that there were no, obviously, um, topical things that would give you a lifelong solution or any drugs that you could really take. And I'd already promised myself, as I did year after year, that this year I was going to be super healthy, change my life. And so I thought, no, I don't want to rely on this. I need to find a long term solution and natural solution. <laughs> rather than looking at like negative symptoms and stories I started to look at people's real life stories and try and avoid all the adverts for creams and potions and things that were super expensive and but would be a miracle cure because we know they don't exist and then I I think I looked started looking at the foods and the anti-inflammatory diets which then just suddenly brought your book up yay so you found my book and that gave you something to work from yeah, I did some stalking first, looked at who was following you, looked at what you were doing. And I'm such a foodie. So I thought if I'm going to do this, her food better be good. <laughs> no pressure then. Exactly. So all the free all the free guides online on your website were super helpful. And I thought this sounds tasty. I could do this. Um, and yeah, I haven't looked back since. What was your lifestyle and diet like before this? Was it a big change for you? I mean, we didn't have, my partner and I didn't have a bad diet um, at all. We still had lots of vegetables and lean meats and things like that. But I think it was firstly quantity as well, eating too much maybe, and just eating a lot of the wrong stuff. So a lot of things that you would consider, obviously nightshades, a lot of potatoes. I couldn't think of a meal without potatoes and meat. That was, you know, the veg was around it, but those were the staple things. I think now a lot less packet eating. So although we didn't have many like takeaways or ready meals before, it's now just making everything from scratch. I kind of think if it comes in a packet, I'm a bit cynical about it now. <laughs> if it comes fresh, I'm a lot happier. So although I have a couple of like go-to emergency brands that I'm happy to use that are packeted, if it's man-made, I try and avoid it. If it's leafy, if it's clean, that's what I'm going to choose. And something else that we really connect on, Kate, is growing our own veg, isn't it? Because that has been such a lovely experience for me this year. And I know that it's something that you've been inspired to do too. I know, I know. It's, it's just starting, the veg patch is just starting to give back for all my efforts. A few courgettes and um, one of ours, I've, I've had kale and beetroot, the celery's coming on. There are some tomatoes in there because I have to put things in there for my partner as well that he's going to enjoy. <laughs> Um, but yes, just a lot more clean eating. And I think just being aware of where the produce is coming from and the products that they're using, like sushi, for example, sushi was always my go-to thing last year. If I had a quick lunch or something, sushi from, you know, one of the supermarkets, but now looking at what's in there when it should just be rice and vegetables and fish or meats, the, the chemicals I've never heard of in these small snacks are incredible. I know it's preservatives and I know it's there to obviously give us the best food experience for life um, dates for them. 
But I was just horrified when I started looking at packets and seeing exactly what I was consuming. It's amazing, isn't it? And a little bit scary, I think, when we begin reading and researching. I know. And I think as well, it's um, what I found really beneficial when I started doing my research, and that was from the internet and from your book and from others, was actually why I'm choosing making these choices. So, you know, what beetroot does for you and what all these foods do for you, the benefits of, you know, coconut oil and um, either if it's Epsom salt or dead sea salt and the things we're putting on our skin like honey, actually why I was going to do that over everything else. That's what was so important to me. It wasn't just someone telling me you should do this. It was this is why these are the benefits. And um, I think that's why I knew when I read your book. And I think I've told you that before. I thought, OK, this lady knows her stuff, but she's also educating me rather than just telling me, follow my diet and you'll be fine. I like that. You know, I think it's nice to share stories, experiences. I think it's important to explain the reasons behind doing something. And I'm conscious to try and remember there will be lots of newcomers on Instagram, lots of newcomers to the podcast who are really here to learn. I know it's nice when social media is used for positive things, isn't it? It gets so bad press and I understand it. So it's so nice. I've spoken to some amazing people who I never would have spoken to. And, you know, well, I hope my gluteate psoriasis journey, it was a one-off, hopefully. I know it could come back if I get ill or if I get strep throat again, and that's probably going to be a trigger for me forever. But the people I've met and the things I've learned from having that, I'm, I'm just so pleased actually that in January that happened which I know sounds really bizarre it honestly doesn't you know because I feel exactly the same I've got such gratitude for my experience which at the time felt like the worst thing on earth but I do have this this odd gratitude now for everything that my skin has taught me and I was really lucky because when I do see some of your amazing followers and their transformations their starting point of their journey is it's so severe for some of them it's um, and yourself as well your story is incredibly different to mine in the way of the severity of your skin condition mine was very minor but it was always I was always poorly it wasn't just skin I was poorly all the time I was always getting viral infections feeling really tired just not feeling completely right and that's how my body would react and I'd get these weird skin complaints so I knew that I had to change something and that just gave me the kick up the bum that I needed actually (laughs) and let's talk about side effects because you are looking amazing you've dropped a lot of weight and you've got these incredible abs yes I mean that has been a very visible side effect of changing my diet um it's two stone exactly now I try not to be obsessed with the scales I, I don't tend to use them very often but um, every now and then it's just a good, it's just a good way just to check in. But yes, that's been an incredibly positive side. And I had tried, I think, every diet going. I should have shares in fad diets. Oh, me too. Me too. Shakes, teas, cabbage soup, you name it, I've tried it. Besides diet, Kate, do you, well, you must, looking at your awesome abs, do you spend much time exercising? Yes, again, that we always used to exercise. We've got two great big dogs, so walking is in our daily activity anyway. But we did lots of different classes over the years, or I certainly have. But this is the first time I've really, I think, appreciated the benefit of it. And just being aware of actually what sports I'm picking and why I'm picking them. So there's lots of different like fun aerobic classes that I've tried, which have been great for the mind and obviously really good fat burners and just burning off some energy. And then med- like meditating ones, which wasn't something I thought I'd try. So yoga. I'm hooked. <laughs> 
Yoga and meditation were definitely new ones for me too. I remember the first few times that I did yoga and I just, I wasn't sure what yoga or meditation was supposed to feel like. And I was kind of sat at the back of the room trying to watch everybody else through squinting eyes. Yeah, and I think it does take a while. And I, I found that if, um, if the instructor, I have an amazing instructor called Jade, and if she said, you know, close your eyes, it took me quite some confidence to keep both of them closed and not just that open one to see, do I look silly? And has everyone moved on? <laughs> I, think, I think that was my worry too. Kate, how have people around you reacted to your diet, your weight loss, your radiant skin? You know, it's, it's really um, interesting because I don't think people realise how significantly I have changed my diet. Because I think following this diet, you can make really good choices, so even out at restaurants. You, you can make those choices that kind of like hide that you have become perhaps a little bit more difficult <laughs> and difficult to cook for. But it's been positive. The weight loss has obviously been apparent. So that's all that always brings positive comments. The minute someone loses weight, you say, don't you? Don't you look good? You look so good on it. But I think as a whole, um, they're intrigued, actually. I think weight loss does that, doesn't it? It instigates those comments. But I also find that when you're working on nourishing your body in every sense, you do get this glow about you that's difficult to describe. Yeah, I think so. And um, I think as well, I've had a lot of friends, more so than family, say to me, you know, oh, you can stop now. You know, you look great. You've lost the weight you want to lose. You know, have a treat, let your hair down. And it's so hard to explain that this is no this is a lifestyle change this is my life now and this is something I'm passionate about and want to continue on it isn't a fad so I think sometimes they find that a little bit difficult you know that lemon meringue pie it's just a treat it's not going to add the calories I think it's the refined sugar and it's everything else in there it's not the calories I'm actually even concerned about it's true and I think that change in the way we think about food is what makes this long-term sustainable exactly and I think as well it tastes different because there have been a couple of occasions at weddings and things where I have had to just kind of turn off and think I've got to eat what I'm given and just enjoy it and you and your followers have all kind of reassured they're not going to break all those foundations you've built just by that one bad meal which I think was a real scare factor for me for the first two three months but even when I taste these things I used to love I think oh I can make better than that now and I can make it with goodness and you just your taste buds change and your body processing changes so anything really sugary which I used to crave and go for I just don't enjoy anymore I do think your taste buds change you know and those sugar-filled foods almost taste kind of too sickly sweet to me and I still crave sugar in things but it's now more like coconut sugar or fruits or obviously well you know I'm obsessed with your biscuits and cakes I have to be careful because I eat so many of them I do have to sometimes limit myself and if I make a batch of biscuits I have to share them with people because otherwise there's a real risk that it makes 12 and I'll eat 12 um but yes I just make my own sweet treats now and that's what I crave and that's what I enjoy Kate, thank you so much for sharing your wonderful journey this year. It's so lovely to speak with you. Kate Cornell talking to me about her amazing transformation and lifetime commitment to health. That's it from this series. It's been so lovely hearing from Danielle, Caroline, Paula and Kate all sharing their experiences in dealing with a skin condition. And my thanks to Nikki Hill and Janice Klein for sharing their incredible knowledge on the power of natural healing. More details and my free guide to get you started on your skin healing journey can be found at my website, hannasolito.com. 
Hannah Salito's natural skincare range is available to order now. Featuring a skin soothing spray, scar minimizing oil, hair care, teas and tinctures. It's the natural solution to support your skin healing journey. Order now at hannahsalito.com. 